You're listening to Washington Watch. I'm Tony Perkins. Glad to have you along on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Vice President uh, Mike Pence wrapped up a four-day Middle Eastern tour uh, with a visit to one of uh, Judaism's holiest sites, the Western Wall. On uh, Monday, the vice president was the first sitting vice president to address Israel's parliament, known as the Knesset. Well, one of our good friends was there. He is, uh, you know him, you've heard him on here many times. He is a New York Times bestselling author of 13 novels, got a new one out, uh, and five nonfiction books uh, with nearly 5 million copies in print. And he is now uh, a citizen of Israel. He joins us, Joel Rosenberg. Joel, welcome back to Washington Watch. Shalom, Tony from Jerusalem. Great to be with you. Yeah, a little, uh, it's great to have you there. You've had a lot of, little activity there in the last few days with the vice president. Uh, you were there at the Knesset when he spoke. Uh, give us your thoughts on the vice president's trip there to the Middle East. Well, you really have to look at it from uh, two different lenses, or maybe three. Uh, first is how, uh, the three, how did Israelis see the speech and his, and his visit? Uh, how do evangelicals uh, overall see uh, the vice president's uh, speech and visit? And then how do our Arab allies uh, see it? And uh, Israelis, this was a grand slam home run, Tony. Again, being, it was such an honor, humbling really, to be in the Knesset parliament and to hear the first ever vice president of the United States address uh, the Israeli entire government right there. And, um, and since my wife Lynn and I have been friends of Mike and Karen Pence for many years, it was particularly special to see him there uh, making the case. So the Israelis were electrified. I mean, I, I lost count of how many standing ovations. It, it was it, From the Israeli perspective, it could not have been better. From the evangelical perspective, overall, I think most evangelicals are very excited about uh, – uh, the vice president's not only his speech, which, which was so well written in so many ways, um, and w- had more <laughs> scriptural allusions and quotes than I honestly think Tony any speaker at that podium inside the Israeli Parliament has ever used. It's just not part of the discourse here. But he, but he did it respectfully and uh, and, and very humbly. Uh, not every evangelical, however, is is happy. They, uh, certainly the Arab believers, Palestinian believers, are not happy. And I think there are American evangelicals um, who, who, while they support, of course, Israel's capital being Jerusalem and the embassy moving eventually, they're not sure this is a good time, uh, this right moment. That's, that's the second argument. And then the third one is, is the Arab neighbors. Uh, he went to meet with President el-Sisi in Egypt in the exact same palace in the exact same room you and I yeah I'm, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about that in a minute because in many yeah. ways he, he followed uh, our footsteps as we went to both uh, Egypt and met with the president there and then to Jordan and so I want to get to that aspect uh, yeah. as well because that that was that yeah, was that fascinating audience, it, it, they're they're not happy so let's just that's the short way to put it well, let's talk about – I mean, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's the way the speech is viewed. And, 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 and you cannot help but look at it in some ways through theological lenses. So I think that affects the way some people see this uh, from the standpoint of how the church, how Christians are to approach the nation Israel. But let's go, let's, let's go to the geopolitical with his first stop with uh, President uh, el-Sisi 
um, that was our first stop in the Middle East when we went over there just uh, two months ago. Um, significant step for the vice president to uh, to meet with the president of Egypt? It was, and, uh, and particularly now. You and I uh, saw firsthand, we heard directly from the mouth of, uh, of President Sisi, how much he wants to rebuild uh, the Egyptian alliance with the United States. He is fighting radical Islamist terrorism. He is trying to rebuild his economy, and he wants in with a robust American alliance. So for um, a vice, I mean, no senior official, um, American official at that level or higher has been to Egypt in more than a decade, and certainly not during President el-Sisi's tenure. No one's come to show him the respect that you're our friend, you're our ally. There's still things we got to work on in terms of disagreements we have, fine, but we are with you, uh, Mr. President. We're with you, Egypt. And that was super important, and I think he did, he did a good job in a, in a very you know, challenging environment because of this Jerusalem controversy. Well, I think it's important for a couple of reasons. One, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you saw the same thing I did. I, I think Egypt is fairly fragile right now, uh, coming off the seven years of what they've been through. And I think they could fall into the arms of someone else. And so I think it's very important the United States respond to their overtures of wanting a friendship and helping guide them on what I think could be very significant in the Middle East when it comes to religious freedom and respect in Muslim countries. Absolutely. The fact that um, President El-Sisi wants this relationship with the United States is so important because, obviously, uh, his predecessor, who was the head of the Muslim Brotherhood, absolutely did not and was, uh, you know, was, was, a, was a tyrant. So this is good, but he's also, as, as we met with, you know, about nearly 60 Egyptian Christians, all of whom said, listen, there are, there are challenges, but things are getting better. We're moving in the right direction on religious freedom, human rights. There's a long way to go. Uh, they, they were clear with you and me and our team that they don't want to give a rosy picture, but Sisi is moving the country in the right direction, and he needs to be encouraged and, and, and helped. Uh, so that was very, very important. And for Vice President Pence to go and personally meet with him uh, and talk about these issues, uh, strategic issues, uh, I think was a very important signal. Now, prior to the vice president going during the Christmas season, there were attacks again. You know, you and I, we've been continuing our communication with the Egyptian uh, officials there, and there have been attacks on Christians, Coptic churches. But the government, very aggressive in dispatching police, military to protect them. Is that a part of uh, building those overtures to say, look, we're serious. We're putting action to our words. Absolutely. One of the things that struck me about meeting with President el-Sisi was in in that nearly three-hour meeting. It's still amazing to me that he, while we did not deserve it, he treated our visit like we were heads of state, you know, that, that that much time and attention that he gave us. One of the things he he made clear was he doesn't see Egyptians as Muslims or Christians or other minorities. You're Egyptian, and he wants to treat everybody equally. That has not been the policy of Egypt for, I don't know, ever. So uh, that, that alone, you know, that, that he's saying, we're going to dispatch whatever amount of force is necessary to protect every every person in our society 
And since Christians are being targeted by the Islamic State, the Muslim Brotherhood, and others, that will protect their churches during Christmas and New Year's. And uh, again, there are many steps that have to still be taken to protect Christians and give them their full freedom. But he, but uh, we really walked away feeling that, that, and hearing from people that, that they are moving in the right direction for the first time in who knows when. So uh, we need to encourage where you know uh, people who need to be encouraged and um, and honor. Give honor to those who, whom, whom honor is due, and I think that that is the case uh, with President Sisi. You're listening to Washington Watch. I'm Tony Perkins. Glad to have you along, my guest, Joe Rosenberg. He is uh, calling us. Uh, we're talking to him from Israel. He was uh, at the Knesset for Vice President Mike Pence's historic speech to the Israeli Parliament. Um, let me let me shift over to his uh, second stop. That was Jordan. We also met uh, with Prince, or rather, uh, King Abdullah. And uh, what was what, what what significant things came out of that meeting? Yeah, I, that was the, even more sensitive than the one with the Egyptians. Uh, the Egyptian government was not happy with the Jerusalem decision, but um, King Abdullah is in a different situation. Um, Jordan has, in its peace treaty with Israel, uh, uh, custodianship of the Temple Mount, uh, of, the, of the Dome of the Rock and the Al-Aqsa Mosque, the very holy sites in Islam. And, and so that's a sensitive issue. He, he, it's his father who's, you know, from whom Israel captured, uh, uh, or in the view of Israel, liberated in Jerusalem and uh, Judea and Samaria, known as West Bank. So it's still a very sensitive issue, uh, the Palestinian issue. Seventy percent of the Jordanian people, approximately, are Palestinian. So the king has a treaty with Israel. He, he too, has a strong relationship with the United States and wants that. He is a man of peace. We saw that. We know that. But he also has a population that is enraged by the fact that uh, they all they, they didn't listen to President Trump's speech. They didn't get the nuances. What they heard is Trump gives Jerusalem to the Jews. Uh, and even though President Trump said, look, the, the exact boundaries of Jerusalem are still to be determined by final negotiations between the Palestinians and the Israelis. And the status quo of the holy sites um, will be protected. So those are important elements in what the president said on December 6th. And what Vice President Pence reiterated in each of his meetings, but but the king, you know, he's got a perspective, and it's different from the American position. And he, I saw in, in watching the video of uh, King Abdullah and Vice President Pence and their teams having lunch together in the same room where you and I had lunch with the king and the, and our team did. I saw two friends and allies having a very candid conversation on things they disagreed about, but keeping in mind the big picture, which is we are friends, we are allies, we do want and need to work closely together. So let's not let this derail us, but we have to be honest about where we're coming from. And I think that's healthy, but it is very sensitive. Uh, Joe, an issue that I didn't necessarily see connected in the press, but the timing of it, there was a very sensitive diplomatic issue between Jordan and Israel regarding an Israeli security guard uh, th at, at the uh, Israeli embassy compound that uh, shot 
and killed two Jordanians. That's been an issue for six months. That was resolved um, around the same time with an apology from Israel, and now diplomatic, formal diplomatic relations are reestablished. Connection? Yes, uh, I, I believe so. Uh, the, um, the Prime Minister of Israel, Prime Minister Netanyahu, actually uh, said publicly that uh, he thanked uh, Jason Greenblatt and Jared Kushner, the president's uh, top two Middle East advisors, thanked them for their personal, uh, I don't want to say intervention, but assistance in helping uh, Jordan and Israel iron out uh, differences over a um, over a very sticky situation um, that that we discussed very off the record. So I don't want you know with the king and his team. So we can't speak about that. But we knew that it was cooking. We knew that it was a, a sensitive issue where Israel ha- had no diplomatic contact. Uh, at, at, didn't have an ambassador in Jordan anymore because of this incident that happened. But things are back on track and. That's healthy, and I'm very glad that it preceded the vice president's visit. I suspect, but I can't, I don't know this for sure, but I suspect part of it was you boys get this figured, you know, no, I shouldn't say it that way, but you two countries get this thing figured out so it's not on the table when the vice president arrives. Hmm. Joel Rosenberg, as always, great to talk with you. Thanks for joining us this afternoon, my friend. My pleasure. Great to be with you from Jerusalem. All right. I hope to see you in, uh, I know I'll be talking to you before, but hope to see you in April when we're over there.